Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Toast. Happy Monday. Hope everyone's having a great day thus far. I am because I'm sitting down with my one true love. I just made that up. Hey, Ben, how really? you doing? Yeah, that's not a song. It's not a song. That was fantastic. Because you are my one true love. I'm doing excellent. Happy Monday to you all. May this week be blessed. May this week be blessed. You're looking sharp, bro. Collared shirt. Dressing up for the toast or you have important businessman tings after this? I have some important stuff today, but really this outfit was, of course, for the toast. Right. It's a very special, you know, podcast that you're on. It is. I just want to share that I know that everybody's going to get angry for my shoe because Uh, the last time I was on, everybody was upset at my shoe. And I just want you all to know that I need to cross my legs. If you were in this studio, you'd understand that it was built for the seven dwarves. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not one of them. And these things are really low. And if I go like this, it hurts my back. So I need to have this elevated. No one was going to say anything. Was Snow White? I won't say it, actually. What? I, I was going to ask if she used this studio before. Uh, you guys, you guys uh, moved in. But I didn't deliver it in time. No, so. you didn't. You I didn't. didn't. I didn't. Um, thanks for being here, Ben. Thank you, darling. We had a lovely weekend. That, we did. That I would love to share. It started out, for me, kind of like on a low. Because I got stuck in an elevator on Friday night. Oh, yes. Do tell. Well, I really honestly don't want to relive the trauma. But let me just say this. I was stuck in an elevator for about 25 minutes. I was stuck with Theo and a lot of people were like, well, at least you had Theo. And to be honest, being in there with Theo made me very anxious. Mm. What is the airflow situation in an elevator? The second I realized that I was stuck, I started to get hot. I'm like, oh my God, uh, um, I felt like I was in a hot car. Mm. But I don't know if that was just placebo, like my mind playing tricks on me or if it was actually hot. Because then I was just getting worried about Theo who's standing there in a fur coat, worried that he's getting hot. Then the person who was helping me was like, you should sit down. It's going to be a while. And I was like, fuck me. And I had limited phone battery, which is so not like me. But it was the end of the day. I hadn't been home yet. You know, it was a busy day. And we were stuck there for about 25 minutes. I was wanted to like make content and stuff. I thought, you know, if I'm going to get stuck in this elevator, I might as well go viral on TikTok. But I had no phone battery. Mm. So I was trying to really conserve. What if I needed to call a fire department, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So... All in all, 25 minutes being stuck in an elevator, it could have been way worse. Could have been like three hours. But I haven't been stuck in an elevator in maybe since high school. 
I was stuck in an elevator. Remember, like five months ago yeah. with Theo for what? Probably an hour. No. Mine wasn't 25 minutes. No, it was, wasn't was an hour, but it was more than 25 minutes. Yeah, it's terrible. It's so scary. Yeah. I mean, I was stuck on the ground floor. So if the elevator, you know, everyone's worst nightmare is the elevator just drops and starts free falling. I really wouldn't, I wouldn't have died. I would have just went down one floor. But when you were stuck in the elevator, what floor were you on? 15. Mm. They do claim, though, that that is a complete myth. That what? you can just fall and drop to your death. I feel like I've heard stories. I mean, everyone in New York remembers that story. It's possible, though, that the myth... 25th and 3rd, that woman was literally walking out of the elevator and the elevator dropped and she got sliced in half. Hmm. I, oh, I think about that every time I walk out of an elevator. Hmm. So... I don't think it's a myth because it happened. Not but to scare everyone. I read afterwards because I did a lot of research. Right. That it's not possible. And I'm just going to stick with the fact that it's not possible. Sure. And maybe that elevator was like from a different age of elevators. You know? Maybe. I don't know. Now, I really do understand why there are people who have like phobias of elevators who will literally walk 50 floors before they get into an elevator. But the thing is for me, like I understand the fear but I could never take the stairs. So it's not going to be a, a phobia for me. I'm, you, I'm scared of stairs. Have you heard of that? Do you know where that Shabbos elevator is? The one that I'm talking about that never stops? Yes. Okay. Let's get into that. So for those who are maybe confused, a Shabbos elevator is an elevator. So basically on, you know, the Jewish Sabbath, if you're of a certain level of religion, you Incredibly can't, religious. You can't use electronics and you can't, you can't use an elevator because it's electric and it's a machine and it has like a whole thing. It's electric. <laughs> But there is one elevator in the world that on Shabbos doesn't stop. It rolls very slowly with the doors open down every floor so that when you get to your floor, you can just like kind of hop off. It's insane. I mean, it's actually like not that scary. It's not going fast. I've seen video. It's not going that slow. Yeah. Where is it? I don't know. It's like this world famous Shabbos elevator. Yeah, I don't know. Prague? It's somewhere international for sure. Oh, that for sure. But I think I think it's in Prague. Yeah, because when the elevator stops, that's what makes it like not Shabbos approved, you know? Oh, it can't stop. Right. Mm-hmm. So dumb. No, that's why like Come I, I seriously like will we'll never be able to be that religious. Come on. That's crazy. Come on. <laughs> um, so my weekend was not off to a great start with the elevator saga, but you were in Boston. I was. I went to see the Bostines and they showed up, showed out. Everybody was amazing. Did you get I out of the car and say... I think I'll go to Boston. No, I actually got out of the car and said, what the fuck? I was in five and a half hours of traffic and I should have flown. Boston is like low-key so far. Boston is so difficult to get to because you're filled with regret no matter what you choose. No, I think a safe bet, and I told you this, is always the train. Yeah, but then you're sitting on a train. It's a nice, it's an Amtrak. They got the snack cart, you know. I just don't find trains glamorous. But you love to just like sit and roll calls and like pop off emails. And like, that's what you do on a train. They have really decent Wi-Fi. Yeah. Everybody says that until you don't have it. You just like, you're an anti-train and I think you're wrong. You literally have never taken a train. You're sitting here saying I'm anti-train. The last time I went to Boston, we, we took the Acela. You did? You were with me. No, I wasn't. For my show. Yeah, I was, I didn't take the train. Oh, no, for the last time I went to Boston was for that meet and greet and we drove, but we took the train. Remember I woke you up at six in the morning because I couldn't sleep and I'm like, let's just go home and we got on the train. Yes. See, it was nice. No, I don't remember. Trains always run on time. I don't remember it being nice. I just feel like you're being negative. I also, I have one bone to pick. It's not with anybody in Boston. It's more with 
the people that have rest stops in Boston, nothing's open after 10 p.m. The, you mean the highway rest stops? I, I went from, and honestly, it was three states. I went from Massachusetts to Rhode Island to Connecticut. I couldn't find one. I was just looking for a sub. Rhode Island? I feel like that's like not on the way. No, I you think You were it in is. Rhode Island? I think so. No, I feel like that's definitely wrong. But like, what do I know? What do I know? Honestly, I know less about geography than you. So interesting calling. I just feel like Rhode Island is like not like Hmm. near. Should I I start calling you out? No, no, no. I'm just, Hmm. I'm just pondering. Interesting geography. Interesting. Just pondering geography. You know, when you were uh, stuck in the elevator telling that story, you called yourself Alicia. I didn't stop you. What? Mm -hmm. You'll see. Wait, on the toast. (laughs) Yep. On you, this episode, I called myself Alicia. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Wait, what are you? Ta- wait, what are you talking about? You'll see. What was I saying? You were saying that uh, people were saying that Alicia and Theo were stuck in the elevator. At no, okay. At least you oh. and Theo. No, I didn't call myself Alicia. You sure? I'm positive. I was like, but that I mean, was you weird. should have called me out because I would have no. called because I would have called you back out for no, mishearing. I didn't me. want to. I didn't know that we're in a world of calling people out. We're not in a world of calling people out, but we hold each other accountable here on the toast. So you're telling me I didn't go through Rhode Island? No, I'm saying I don't know. Rhode Island is south of Massachusetts, is it not? I I feel like it's north. No, that I know for sure. I know for sure that it's south. For sure. Massachusetts, Rhode Island, regardless of if I was in three states or two. I I feel like you would have had to go through like New Jersey, Delaware. No. I was at a minimum in Massachusetts and Connecticut. Okay. And I can say that there is not one open subway. Terrible. Jersey Mike's. Terrible. Jimmy John's. Anything. If you're looking for a late night sub after a long day, you can't get it. No, that's criminal. You can't get it. That's reason enough to never go to Boston. So then I had to go to freaking McDonald's, which I got to tell you. I love McDonald's. No, it just it just doesn't make me feel good. Oh, your belly? It hurts. Yeah. I What'd you have? Pain. I don't even remember. What'd you have? I don't even remember. Then you remember. <laughs> I don't remember. And, and you don't want to tell me. I didn't I don't even remember. Then no, I, I remember. know that you know. I don't remember. No, this is a grimy, gross. It's fine. I didn't have anything. I won't be I won't no. Ben okay. Ben no. is tell me. And then we'll tell everyone no. why. No. No. It was just it was gross. What did you eat? Chicken nuggets or a chicken sandwich? I, I had this chicken sandwich, it was disgusting. So Ben doesn't eat out kosher meat. No, sorry. Doesn't eat non. He tries. Ben tries not to eat non-kosher meat. I struggle. But, everyone knows. But sometimes you, but you come didn't to tell me. But sometimes you come to a world. No, you're too judgmental. No, I'm sometimes not. You, you have a literary complex where you're like you're judging me. I'm like, no, I'm not. You are. I would have understood late night, long day McDonald's. Who understands better than me? And no, but and I didn't even want it. Like I'm here eating and I'm looking on the menu. There's no McPlant, which by the way, McPlants might as well well be McCancers. And like honestly, yeah, I don't subscribe to it. I agree. They also don't have fillet of fishes, which by the way, that can't can't be sustainable fishing. Agreed. I don't think that God wanted me to eat this unsustainably caught fillet of fish. A hundred percent. He'd rather the chicken that God knows what that is. It's not even chicken. That can't be chicken. Well, honestly, down with McDonald's. Ben, no, I'm just you kidding. can tell me anything. Okay, thanks. I can't believe I just caught you in that. I knew you didn't it. really catch me. It was more of like a cat no, and mouse game. You know? I think I really caught you. I think it was more of a cat and mouse. Well, in a cat and a mouse, the mouse gets caught, which is what I did to you. It was more of like a what's that like? Is that cat and mouse? What? I don't know. We're like, the, each one knows, but they're just like playing the game. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It might be cat and mouse. I think it's cat and mouse. Um, okay, so how was the Boston meet and greet? How Unbelievable. The Unbelievable. Probably like 150 showed up. We were at the Urban Grape. Lovely, lovely liquor store. 
pictures. Honestly, this one was really fun. Like we we had like long conversations, mm-hmm. got to know everyone. There was it was like a real spirit society tasting, and it was really really fun. Good. And then I drove back, wanted to kill myself. Got back <laughs> at two in the morning. I'm like, you keep saying that. I was literally awake. You got back at one o five, but okay, it was I got back late. at one thirty. No, no. It's still late. It's 105, but like, no need to make it like more dramatic. No, no, it was. <laughs> no, it's late and you worked hard. It was not 105. Okay. It wasn't. It was. I mean, I was up reading my book for book club, which was at, so bad. Maybe it was 120. No. I know because I dropped Robert at 107. No, you didn't. And he's on 78th and Lex. You didn't. I was literally up. I was tracking you like to find my iPhone. I was so tired waiting for you. But you whatever. You are such a pain in the ass. No, no. I mean. I'm telling you that's when I got home. You're going to say like I keep calling you out, but maybe if you stop lying. No, no. That's when I got home. Sure. We wake up Saturday. Saturday. Oh, we hung out with the kids. Olivia's in town. We saw Kayla. Oh, true. Kayla Cookies. True. And Levi was such a nice day. Yeah, he fell asleep on Uncle's nipple. Yeah, it was so cute. He did. And then we hit the club Saturday night. I got a massage in between. Oh, you did. That's so bad. And I finished my book for book club, which mm-hmm. really plagued me this week. If you ever come across a book called Before You Knew My Name by Jacqueline Lublitz, just run as far as you can. Like, I cannot stress how this is probably one of the worst books I've read like in my career as a reader. It was so bad. What's her last name? Jacqueline Lublitz. Mm. Lublitz? She sounds Jewish. Mm. Um, but then we went to the Knick game yesterday. We did. And can you explain to everyone the significance of what's going on with the Knicks in the NBA? Because it's crazy, right? It's just crazy because the Knicks like are so bad and this year they're so good. And like the team is like we, we got a real shot. Yeah. We got a not, real shot. And it's not like you guys have any like star- it's not like LeBron's on the team, you no, know? It's no. just like some good peeps. No, we signed this guy named Jalen Brunson and he has brought the house. Yeah. Is that what it is? No, it's brought the house down. Brought it brought down. Brought the fire. Yeah. Uh, and the garden was just electric They yesterday. gave everyone light up bracelets. It was giving Taylor Swift Eras Tour energy, honestly. And every time like something good happened, all the lights went off. It was pretty sick. It was it was unbelievable. By the way, probably very distracting if you're playing. For sure. Having those lights. For sure. But the Knicks are now up 3-1. In the series. Yep. It's best of seven, which means that you need to win four to advance. And this man over here, courtesy of... Michael Cohen, Harper and Scott, shout out, will be in Cleveland Wednesday night for the clincher. For the clincher. Okay, like if you go and they lose, it's like so your fault. You yeah, know? but then I'll be here for game six Friday night yeah. if that happens. But I'm just saying, watch the game on Wednesday. I'll be behind the Knicks bench so people can like take pictures. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, and w- if they make it to the next round of the playoffs, when was the last time the Knicks made it past the first round of the playoffs? I, a, a really, really long time. Um, I think it was Carmelo Anthony. And you have been a Knicks fan like your whole life. Mm-hmm. And they've really always been just like a really terrible team. Mm-hmm. How does it feel? Do you feel different? That they're good? They're decent. No, because they're still not like good great. Like, no, but it's still exciting. No, it is exciting. But it would be nice if, I don't know, maybe this team is good enough. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Have faith. Because it's really by committee, which is just exciting. It's not all on... I guess it really is a lot of it's on Jalen Brunson. Yeah. A lot of it, but. He scored all the points. He did. He did. Julius Randle didn't play even a minute in the fourth. Your so, guy. Yeah. Do they know that story? Yeah, I told the story when I literally made up that I knew Julius Randle just because I felt like lying about something. Yeah, it's funny that you call me a liar. At least I own that I'm a liar. Afterwards. No, no. Yeah, because it's called a prank. Like, get with the program. Hmm. It's called a prank, Ben. Mm-hmm. 
It's called a prank. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then can, yesterday um, we watched literally the greatest show of all time. We did. Ted Lasso like should win. I get that it wins awards, it but like give it a better award. It should win a. What Pulitzer. award does it win? They win like Emmys and stuff like that. Nobody Golden gives Globe. a shit about the Emmys. They need to win a Nobel Peace Prize. They it's, do. It's the best show. The writing, the characters, the storylines, the. Everything. It's amazing. I they mean, somehow deal with mental health and soccer all at once. It's also criminal that they're dropping episodes like one at a time. It's so fucking annoying. We waited as long as we could. And then this weekend we binged all seven and it wasn't enough. No, it wasn't enough. It's so annoying. Like just drop the fucking season. Mm-hmm. But I just want to say one thing I'm not here for. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen this season yet. I'm so not here for Kile moving on. Like we need her and Roy to get back together. Yeah. Yeah. True. Like, what's going on? Roy Kent, 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 Fantastic. Ben is obsessed. Who wouldn't be? His hair is just like my dad's. No, it is. And it's kind of cool. That's why the writing is so good. It's like he's a beloved character and his character's arc, you know, working for the independent really would have written him out of the show, but they brought him back. So cool. Like they listen to the fans. They're like, they love Trent Krim. And I actually have a story today that's kind of like a real life Ted Lasso story coming true. Tell me. I will. It's about Ryan Reynolds. Okay. I know it's you don't an know. hour. Like, well, I guess we could. Easy. Yeah, we could dive in. We've okay. dilly-dallied okay. long enough. Okay, cool. So uh, you want to do it? Yeah. No, you can do it. Without further ado, do that, do here are the Fast Five stories that you need to know. <laughs> and today's episode is brought to you by Caraway. Get a head start on spring cleaning with Caraway. Their thoughtfully designed sets and complimentary storage makes getting and staying organized easier than ever. You can now save 10% on the full suite of Caraway products from their internet famous cookware to their newly launched food storage set. Caraway's high quality ceramic coated kitchenware is free, is free of PTFE such as Teflon, lead, ca- cadmium, and other toxic materials. Caraway's kitchenware comes in a variety of chic shades and they all include complimentary easy access storage solutions. Ceramic's naturally slick surface means minimal oil or butter for slide off the pan eggs and easy cleaning. So if you live with another human being who makes eggs and sandwiches on pans and then never puts them in the sink, God forbid the dishwasher, you can live peacefully knowing that, okay, once you get to it in a few hours, it won't be stuck on mess because it's the caraway easy slick surface and Ben can leave his cheesy eggs in the pan for as long as he wants. <laughs> How did you even turn an ad into a diss track? It's not a diss track. That's what I live with and that's why caraway is such a blessing. My God. Great. And what I live with is somebody not ever using a caraway. God forbid I get a home cooked meal. Wow. Their non-toxic products are made without any toxic materials. It's easy combing with their ceramic naturally slick surface and they are well loved. Over 40,000 people have raved about caraway kitchenware. So visit carawayhome.com toast10 to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners so visit carawayhome.com slash toast one zero or just use code toast 10 that's toast one zero at checkout caraway non-toxic cookware made modern today's episode is also brought to you by BetterHelp. so uh better as everybody knows is super important when getting to know yourself because it can be a lifelong process especially because as human beings we are all growing and changing 
growing, we do it every day. We're growing in the evening and even when we play. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and your understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way that we do until we talk through things. And BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery wherever you are. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, why don't you give BetterHelp a try? It's done entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and you'll get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So anyone who's done therapy knows that like a kind of a rite of passage is meeting with one or two or three therapists before you find like really the right match for you. And a lot of that can be really awkward because so much about like being in person with strangers can be so awkward. But BetterHelp is done entirely online. That means everything you do is done right from your phone or your computer. You can video chat, you can phone call, you can text, you can do all of the things. You can video, I mean, you can just regular phone call. Um, and if you want to switch up therapists, it's super easy and it's not awkward and BetterHelp understands that that's just a part of the process. So if you want to discover your potential, do so with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash T-O-A-S-T to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash toast, betterhelp.com slash toast. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring today's episode. Are you ready for the Fast Five Stories, Ben? I am. This one's about your doppelganger. Everyone's talking about it. We'll talk about it. Inside Sophia Ritchie and Elliot Grange's lavish wedding in France. So Sophia Ritchie's loved ones are still raving over her lavish wedding weekend in France this weekend. The stylish socialite 24 tied the knot to Elliot Grange in France on Saturday with her older sister, Nicole Ritchie, taking Instagram, taking to Instagram one day later to gush over the newlywed. So we have gotten like a lot of content over the course of the weekend. But in terms of the actual wedding, we haven't seen much yet. Nicole Ritchie posted a photo. We had seen this like Vogue thing about her dress. Chanel made her dress. There were a bunch of stars there. Paris Hilton, of course, her sister, Nicole Richie, Cameron Diaz, you know, Benji and Joel Madden. Do you know them? Yes. So Nicole Richie is married to Benji Madden mm. or Joel. I can't remember which one. Mm. And then Cameron Diaz is married to the other brother. Ah. So it's kind of like a rocker affair. Do you think they, what band are they, Benji and Joel? Simple Plan? Yes. No. No, no, not what, Simple Plan. What band are they? Oh, God, I'm being exposed. Oh, you're, not, you're not a real fan. No, I don't even remember. Okay, hold on. Let me just Google it really quickly. You don't know. Benji, what? I think it's... No, it's, it's just morning brain. It's, uh... It, good Charlotte. Thank oh, you. I don't think I knew that. I did. I did. Okay. I did. Do you think there was a good Charlotte performance at the wedding? That's pretty sick. I mean, I hope there was a Lionel Richie performance. Oh, That's what right. I was asking. First, do you think Who needs good Charlotte when you have... Hello? Is it... Well, he did walk her down the aisle. We have a picture Singing? of that. Singing? Can you imagine? He doesn't appear to have a microphone in his hand, and I do oh feel like God. that would take away from, like, you no. know... Oh my God, what a dream. Hello. Imagine he's holding your hand, is walking me, you down the aisle with a mic singing, Hello, is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your smile. That's your favorite song. It's gorgeous. Well, I so, told you that the music video is about a blind girl. Yes, you did. It's, hello, is it me you're looking for? And she's like, I can't see you. No, that's really not cool. Um, well, in terms of music, obviously... Uh, Lionel Richie, Benji and Joel Madden, but also, so why Elliot Grange like got Sophia Richie is he's very much like a Nepo baby. His dad is the chairman of Universal Music Group, the chairman of the mm, board. Cool. So they have a lot of connects, you know? Yeah. Who do you think pays for the wedding? When two people are so rich, it's like- Lionel. For sure. Lionel's like a stand-up traditional I mean, guy. Lionel just whips out the checkbook and says, hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everyone thinks you look like Elliot Grange and you, you're not happy about it. It's not that I'm not happy about it. There's and I just want to go on the record saying, like, I do see it, and I think he's, I think Elliot Grange is extremely handsome. There's nothing wrong with it. Looks like a nice guy. 
handsome guy. Saying the two people that have the same glasses look like <laughs> each other, it's just not a good comparison. Yeah. People look like each other when you take off their glasses, right? And you actually look at their face. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not just, oh, somebody else has rounded frames. Right. They look like each other. Well, interesting to note that he did wear his glasses on his wedding day. Did you? I feel like you took your glasses off for I the think ceremony. I, I think I did. I think I did. But I think you wore them the rest of the night. I'm not sure. I remember in like some pictures. I know that I wore them. Yes, I, I remember some pictures having them. Yeah. Well, oh also, God. he's he's Jewish and she Thank converted. Oh. And they had like a Jewish wedding. He's wearing a yarmulke. Look, she's doing the wine thing. They have a rabbi. It's nice. Wow, love it. People are obsessed with this wedding. Like people who didn't really think like of Sophia Richie a lot. This wedding has really turned her into like a much bigger star mm -hmm. because I think people are really impressed that she's just so classy. Everything she's doing so elegant. South of France, Chanel, haute couture, three looks from Chanel. The style, the grace, the elegance. Um, and she was sharing the whole thing on social media, which was really fun until the actual wedding. Like we've gotten nothing. I'm sure she has a Vogue wedding exclusive which is why we don't have any photos yet and that's why I'm sure Vogue Weddings will post it probably today mm -hmm. um, but like let's go like I need to see pics like what happened inside it's just like so cool that Elliot gets to have Lionel Richie as a father-in-law you're just obsessed with Lionel Richie I, I'm obsessed I've yeah. been obsessed for a very long time you have I love Lionel could you name one other song besides hello no <laughs> so you're not like that big of a fan no but like that song has a special place in my heart it's so good mm -hmm. um okay well i will just continue to eat up every piece of information that is being brought to us out about this wedding like i i'm obsessed like i just started i feel like i wonder, would love to know how many followers sophia richie got on instagram this weekend because everyone was following her wedding and she just joined tiktok the wedding the weekend of her wedding to you know make some content let's see how many followers she has how many do you think she has everyone's talking about this wedding and while you do that i feel bad that i don't know more of lionel's catalog and i just want to make sure that she maybe has half a million followers she has half a million followers on tiktok she just joined tiktok which is pretty oh. impressive i'll tell All you right. more lionel songs ready okay cool yeah lionel richie so of course oh all night long oh i knew i missed night. something all night long um my Endless love. You know that one? Maybe. Um, Stuck on You. I don't know that one. Do you? No. But he's, I probably do. He's really, he's a groovy guy. He's unbelievable. He's transcended, you know, many different generations. And he's kind of a legend. 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 Hello. Hello. I literally knew you were going to say that. Um, so again, I hope we get more, more content Lionel. out of this wedding. More Lionel, sure. Um, Did we get any Lionel? There is, uh, you know, the paparazzi, they were vultures circling the Hotel du Cap mm. Eden Rock. Mm. And um, there are paparazzi pictures of them leaving. Oh, yeah, he walked her down the aisle. Mm. There's a paparazzi picture of her and Elliot kissing. I think they were posing for some photos. And then paparazzi pictures of Cameron Diaz arriving, um, Paris Hilton arriving. But there really isn't, we didn't get any actual wedding photos. Well, I wish them well. I wish them well, too. And I just, I need more content. Um, okay, our next story, I wanted, I know you don't know about it. And I didn't want you to read up on it because I wanted to get your reaction. It is the cutest story. And it's a real life Ted Lasso come to life. Mm. So Ryan Reynolds and his business partner, Rob McElhenney, McElhenney, their soccer team has been promoted to the English Football League. Wow. 
So Ryan Reynolds and Rob scored a huge goal over the weekend when their Welsh soccer team secured a promotion to the English Football League. So the move occurred Saturday when the Hollywood duo's Wrexham Association Football Club moved up to the English Football League for the first time in more than a decade. So basically, Ryan Reynolds and this guy, Rob, bought this Welsh soccer team. It really is giving like AFC Richmond vibes mm-hmm. from Ted Lasso. They weren't very good, and they kind of gave them the Hollywood treatment. They did a um, documentary on them. It was on FX that was really popular. They made like social accounts. They were like going viral on TikTok. And I think they also like put money into the team and got good players and whatever. And over the weekend, they won a game that officially secured them up into the next league. Like they wow. got promoted. And oh my God, the people in, in Wells... Wales, oh my God, that was so embarrassing. <laughs> the people in Wales stormed the field. They were crying. Like People have loved this team. It's been like their local team and they've never made it. And Ryan Reynolds and his friend Rob got him there. And Ryan Reynolds took to Instagram to say, everything I own smells like champagne, beer, and grass. I'm still, I'm still somewhere between giggling and sobbing. This town and this sport is one of the most romantic things on earth. Thank you at Wrexham AFC. And it's just like very exciting. And it's a real, it feels like Ted Lasso. Everything Ryan Reynolds touches turns to gold. That mobile company. Mint he, Mobile. Mint Mobile just sold for a billion dollars. 1.4. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, so prior to their promotion this weekend, the club was fifth in the English football division and Wrexham has been relegated outside of the top four leagues since 2008 after 87 straight years of competing in the football league. It's kind of cool and I've never really thought about it until they started talking about it on Ted Lasso and now you brought it up. The idea that in soccer... You can, like, not stay in the NBA. Right. Like, if you're bad enough, go to the G League, the whole team. Well, that, yeah, right. That happens in the States, like, with players. Like, you can get promoted, you can get demoted to the D League if you're stinking it up. You go back to the minors. I like you said the States. The States. Um, Yeah, and I didn't know that was a thing until I started watching Ted Lasso, that, like, the team has to be good enough to stay in the league. And, you know, they probably blitz a fire under everyone's ass. It's much cooler that it's the whole team. Yeah. Because sometimes you, like, send individual players down because they stink, but really... Team sport, team not failure. just that team. Yeah, if a team, team wins, member, a team wins, the whole team wins. If a team fails, the whole team fails. Exactly. Yeah, pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And by the way, I guess I didn't even realize like Ryan Reynolds like really is killing it. Not even as an actor, killing it everywhere. Yeah, Aviation Gin. Oh, Aviation Gin. Yes, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, the soccer team. Soccer team. He's always in a commercial uh, for something. Blake Lively's uh, Betty Buzz. Yeah, I don't think that's like a huge, um, no? I think for them. They started, uh, she started a, uh, what is it? It's like a mixer, right? A cocktail mixer. It's cool. It's like a competition to fever tree. It's a What's mixer. What's that? It, the most popular like gin and tonic, like Got it. Uh, seltzers. I'm a Schweppes. Yeah, but it's different. Yeah, it's no, not it's, actually that different. It's not that different, but like these are, they're like creative. Whatever. I'm just saying, I don't think that's like on the level of all the other projects that they do, but yes. Just killing it. That's killing all. Killing it. How much money do you think he has? A lot. A lot. And he's also an actor and he does like Deadpool and you know, all those things. Yeah, he has, he has a lot. That's so crazy. He's also, uh, I found out recently that he owns his own production company. Yeah. Because those commercials are amazing. Which commercials? All of them. For Aviation Gin, for oh. Mint Mobile. He just like has this shtick that's actually very Ted Lasso-y, even in the shtick. Well, that's also like when you get to a certain level of celebrity, like every project you do, all the companies that you use for that project, like production company, you then just own. Yeah. Like um, I remember from when I watched Kevin Hart's documentary, a lot of the movies he makes are produced and I like conceptualized by his own production and like creative 
Hauser, whatever. Yeah, well. Really smart. Killing it. Killing it. That's a cool story. Which? The soccer thing, right? Yeah. I know it's like giving Ted Lasso and honestly, like the video of like everyone storming the field, like, you know, it could bring a, a tear to the eye. Bring a tear. Yes. Shed a tear. Um, so congrats, Ryan and Rob. Moving on to our next story. Going from some celebratory news, you know, good news for the whale, the Welsh. Some bad news for anyone who loves a good Bed Bath & Beyond. Mm. Bed Bath & Beyond has filed for bankruptcy after failed turnaround efforts. So on Sunday, Bed Bath & Beyond filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection after it failed in several last-ditch efforts to raise enough money to keep the company alive. The beleaguered home goods, home goods retailer has been warning of a potential bankruptcy since early January when it issued a going concern notice that it may not have the cash to cover expenses after a dismal holiday season. So shares of the company closed at 29 cents on Friday, giving it a market value of $130 million. The stock is down about 88% since last year. And last April, it was tra trading around $20 a share. So now it's 29 cents. That's really abysmal. Um, the company's namesake's stores and 120 Bye Bye Baby locations will remain open for the time being as it begins to close the business and liquidate assets. It has filed motions in New Jersey bankruptcy court asking permission to auction the two brands. The company said in a release, it has already committed to closing all of the Harmon face value stores. Man. I this, just, I just think somebody will buy it. This is devastating because I don't know what the relationship is like for people who don't live in New York to Bed Bath & Beyond. But for New Yorkers, like Bed Bath & Beyond is a huge, huge thing for us. Was. I don't know the last time you were in a Bed Bath & Beyond, but this like attempt to fix it completely ruined the stores. What do you mean? Bed Bath & Beyond, if you've been in recently, like turned into this like attempt to like, I won't say that it was bougie, mm -hmm. but like everything in there was expensive. Mm -hmm. It was like so. They're really like a Walmart competitor. They, they lost their way. What is it? Ugh. They lost their brand. I mean, I don't know what this means for Lori Grenier. Yeah, I don't know. That's like her thing on Shark Tank. It's like, I can get you in bed to Bed Bath & Beyond. I do think that after you said that their stock is 29 cents and their value is $130 million, somebody should buy that and just well, turn around those stores. The thing is with Bed Bath & Beyond, when I was thinking about like, oh, how could they go out of business? It's like a necessity for so many people. They really never crushed the online game. I, I have no idea. Like, they, their website stinks. Yeah. Their, um... Honestly, a huge opportunity for someone to go in, buy it, make it what it was. Right, like, so many of these, like, big box stores started offering, like, you know, curbside pickup, same-day delivery. Like, Bed Bath & Beyond, like, never really innovated in terms of, like, ordering online. I've actually... Mm. I'm a, I love Bed Bath & Beyond, and I go, like, when I need stuff. I've never ordered from Bed Bath & Beyond online. Mm -hmm. They need, like, a partnership with, like, Amazon or something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they really could have, like, you know, amped up their game in terms of um, wedding registries, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. They just kind of stunk up the joint. Yeah. And I can't tell you how disappointed I was when I went in recently. Why? Because it was just like, it was just like, like almost like fine china. Like it was just yeah. such like a weird. It's really the store you go to on two occasions before every summer mm -hmm. for camp because yep. you needed shampoo, conditioner, Q-tips, comforters, egg crates, yep. all the necessities. Yep. And when you move into a new apartment, because what do you need when you move into a new apartment? Shampoo, conditioner, Q-tips, egg crate, mattress pad, vacuum. College dorms. Like College, there, there's yeah. like... No, it really was with me in every stage of my life. It was a great store. And I will say, like, the last time I went to Bed Bath & Beyond was probably the last time I moved, which we've been in our apartment for four years, and we probably did a big Bed Bath & Beyond, you know, new bowls, things like that, when we moved. I actually remember your mom took us. 
It was a great store. I know. I'm sad. I'm not sad because it'll be back. You think? You don't think this is the end? No, I think that they have a really, really strong brand name and somebody should buy it and make it better. And I didn't realize they owned Bye Bye Baby. And what I know is being, you know, a sister to two moms, they, Bye Bye Baby is like a huge, huge store. Like it has everything that a a new mom or a mom could need. Mm. It's like you, you know, you stop, you go to Bed Bath & Beyond before your college dorm and then you go to Bye Bye Baby before your first baby. Mm -hmm. Really, the brand is with us at every stage of life. Mm -hmm. Goodbye for now. It's not a goodbye. It's a see you later. See you later. I I was shocked to hear that, honestly. I only wasn't because I feel like, I don't know why I thought that they already filed for bankruptcy. I know. I feel like these big box and like these big brands use chapter 11 bankruptcy as like a means to get out of debt. Yeah. And they never actually go away. Like, hasn't iHeartMedia gone bankrupt yes. 250 times in the last Such couple of years? Such a good call. But yes. it's just like always fine. Yes. It's out of money. Oh, but we're still throwing Jingle Ball. Oh, like Right? Like, what the hell is it? You're so right. No, so it's like a tactic. It's like a business thing people do. So I never know, like, when somebody files for bankruptcy, if it actually means, like, their store is gone forever. I don't think so. Like, Toys R Us. Yeah, I don't think so. Right? Yeah. There's still a business. I think so. There's, like, a few. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Before we dive in, let me tell you that our next couple of stories are brought to you by The Farmer's Dog. Mm. When you look at bags of dog food, you see pictures of bright carrots and juicy steaks. But when you open the bag, all you get is burnt, smelly pellets. Well, dog food needs some fresh thinking. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy. We all know that. And kibble is subject to multiple rounds of high heat processing, making making it ultra processed food. So try something fresh. Try the farmer's dog. So the farmer's dog is fresh food. It's delicious food. Your dog will love it. It is made in human-grade kitchens. It preserves the nutritional value of the whole meat and veggies that go into it. It is real, fresh, healthy food. There are so many benefits to switching over to a fresh, healthy food like farmer's dog. For Theo, it was a great change in his breath. His coat was really shiny. He had lots of energy. Um, Their vet-developed recipes are delivered uh, straight to your door and they are personalized for your little fella for as little as $2 a day. The, uh, the meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs. They're conveniently delivered on your schedule. And dog people across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It has never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. So get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash toast. Plus, you get free shipping when you go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash toast to get that 50% off your first box and free shipping. Thank you to Farmer's Dog for sponsoring today's episode. Today's episode is also brought to you by Legacy Box. With Mother's Day quickly approaching, it is a great time to get Legacy Box for the whole family. So Legacy Box, you are going to love It is the safest and easiest way to to digitize memories on analog media that you don't have a way to watch anymore. So relive moments like wedding days, first steps, bar mitzvahs, both bar and bat. Um, Reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time with Legacy Box. So Legacy Box is changing the game for families in America. Send in your legacy box filled with your old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, old pictures, and their team will professionally digitize everything by hand right here in the USA. You'll get back a thumb drive or the cloud along with your originals, and it's so simple, it basically works like magic. We did it. It was actually 
not to take credit for everything, my idea. Um, we very much grew up in the VHS era. We had so many VHSs just like piled up in our storage unit. We had no idea how to access them until Legacy Box. Then we got it back and we all just spent the day watching these old videos of like, you know, grandparents, dad, us singing the Spice Girls. It was really so sweet. And it's like such a shame that technology works in the way that it does because so many people just let those memories die. Mm. But Legacy Box does not. Mm. For a limited time, go to LegacyBox.com slash toast for their best Mother's Day sale ever. Buy today, take advantage of that 60% off of a legacy box and send it in when you're ready. So it's legacybox.com slash toast, legacybox.com slash T-O-A-S-T for that 60% off your legacy box. Okay, ready for a little sports news uh, that we somehow missed yesterday at the Knicks game. Mm. Pete Davidson gets handsy in a fight with a Knicks fan at Madison Square Garden. I didn't see it. I was watching him the whole time. We saw Pete Davidson, but this happened outside of the arena. Ah, not okay. No, outside of the, the actual court. Like, uh-huh. you know, back inside, like by the food. Where did it happen? I can't. What's, what am I trying to say? Like, not in the room with the court. In the arena. In the arena, but not on the... Got it. Pete Davidson was going to get a hot dog. Something he like that. He was in line. So Some P- fan tried to grab his junk. He punched him in the face. Pete Davidson let a fellow Knicks fan know to keep his hands to himself. Mm. While the former Saturday Night Live star stopped to take photos with fans after attending the New York basketball team's game at Madison Square Garden on Sunday, one man got a little too close, prompting Davidson to take action. So the video was posted to, so- to social media of the interaction shows that the unnamed man who was dressed in a pink polo and a Knicks hat put his arm around the King of Staten Island actor who was taking a selfie with a different fan. Davidson then shoved the man and exchanged words with him before before resuming taking photos with other less handsy people. He threw up a peace sign while posing with one woman after the aggressive interaction and his reps didn't immediately return page six's request for comment. Um, I have to say, I saw the video and I definitely feel like people get really handsy with celebrities and they like invade their privacy and kind of have like no regard for their private or just personal space. Um, But Pete Davidson was like in this mob taking pictures with everyone touching other people. This guy put his arm around him. I didn't really feel like what this guy did was so crazy. It just felt like this particular guy pissed Pete Davidson off. Do you his... have the video? I do. Would you like to see it? I would just like it? to see it. Sure. Okay, take a look. Oh, shit. Hold on. And if you want to watch it, it's on page six. I'll put it in the description of today's podcast. Okay. Okay, thank you, page six, for literally the worst video that doesn't work. Um, <laughs> Wait, he... I need to see it. Jesus, fuck, come on. <laughs> let me refresh okay now you're making me do this okay okay Ben. technical difficulties please stand by you guys no by the way it's not your technical difficulty it's page six okay down with the news let's try this again okay you see that yeah go again i don't know how and then he resumes taking pictures start one more time i I don't know how i missed the first interaction i don't know how okay i'm looking okay it's perfect no, I can't figure this out. This iPad is going to be the death of me. It's going to put me in an early grave. Okay. There we go. Uh-huh. Ready? Yep. Set. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you sound like Roy Kent. Oh, fuck you. Okay, ready? Uh-huh. <gasps> you got it. I got it. Ready? Uh-huh. It's the guy in the pink shirt. He really wasn't like doing anything he crazy. Did. He looked like he might have whispered something. Yeah, like, which is gross and creepy to like put your mouth near someone's ear. But, um... I feel like Pete Davidson is kind of just like in his angry era. You know, he literally drove a car into a residential home in Beverly Hills with his girlfriend. Yeah. 
No? I like Pete. Are, but are you taking Pete's side in this? Yeah. People in New York are just like, oh. Honestly, that guy looked like a massive tool. He just looked also maybe like he was drunk. Can and we like, still use the word tool? Yeah. Okay, cool. Maybe he was like sweaty and like spitting on, on Pete. No, like you just got to see the guy. Like. Yeah, he looks like just a mess. He looks like a guy you want to punch in the face. But it was star-studded at the Knicks game last it night. It was. Timothy Chalamet, Lily James, Pete Davidson, Ben Stiller and his wife, Sienna Miller. Ben Soffer and his wife. Ben Soffer and his wife. So many, you know, Hall of Fame athletes. Victor Cruz, John Stark. Who else? John Starks. Starks. Uh, uh, who else was there? Ber- Tracy Bernard Morgan. King. Bernard King, Tracy Morgan, Spike Lee. It was mm-hmm. really, like, mm-hmm. packed. It was packed. That's the best part of going in at games. It was such a good game. It was. I had a good time. Yeah, I had a great time. Even though we didn't eat. No, we didn't. It was like a weird time where like we're like we'll eat at home. I had a hot pretzel. I'm not gonna lie, but like I didn't have chicken nuggets or anything. No, also like the lines were just too much. The lines were really and honestly long. we couldn't order any food. Like the the person came in like the third quarter. I don't want a chicken sandwich in the third. No, and we were also like sitting in the middle of the row, so it's like we'd have to scream over ten oh. people like, "Hey, can I get like a Hershey bar?" And it's like embarrassing. Do you want to talk about the smelliest man on the planet? <gasps> Let's talk about the smelliest man on the planet who was sitting next to us, next to us at the at the game. Claudia has this thing where we go to games and she always has, she's always right. The guy next to her. Man spreading, like o- sitting on my lap. Always puts his leg like in her chair because she is so I sit, I sit with I sat with my legs crossed. That doesn't mean that like my, the space that I'm not using then belongs to you. Like my negative space is not your positive space, bitch. Back the fuck off. But she loves to complain about it to me. But when I say, let's switch seats, let's do something about it. Let's tell the smelly ass man to move his fucking leg. Right, so he smelled nothing. and he was sitting on my vagina. Like yeah. it was so, it was so next level, like not self-aware. Mm-hmm. We did switch seats, by the way, because then Ben, oh, you're going to manspread? All right, Ben, you manspread. You go shove your knee. And it, like, I, like, I wasn't going to sit like with my legs wide open. It barely got better, by the way. He was so smelly. He was really smelly. And this is just like a PSA. Like, if you don't wear deodorant, don't go out in public. Yeah, no. You don't have to wear deodorant. No, and if maybe you're transitioning to a natural deodorant, I know that it takes about a week to, like, start working. So maybe you shouldn't leave your house for that week, just honestly. Just don't go out in public. Or, or honestly, you can go out in public, but be outside. Don't go inside. Yeah. Like, it's just not nice to everybody else. And again, I'm not advocating for deodorant. Do what you want. No, and I want to say... Just don't sit next to me. I know that there are people out there who actually have, like, illnesses that, like, you know, that make them smell. And I'm very sympathetic to that. And I know... I could tell by this man's smell it wasn't that. No, he just didn't wear deodorant. He was, like, Dutch, too. I know so what it, you're I know what you're talking about. It was about. Dutch. It was giving, like, European BO. And if you know, there's a difference, you know. And it was so rancid. Like, my eyes were burning. Yeah. The fucking Dutch... <laughs> we don't know that he was Dutch. Oh, he was not speaking. By the way, he was Dutch. No, by the way, you were about to say he wasn't speaking English. It doesn't mean he's Dutch. No, but he was blonde and he was he was he was Dutch. All right, he could have been Dutch. He was like through waffle, you know. Maybe he's German actually. <laughs> All I know is that he was smelly. Yeah, you know German bo. And to your point, German bo is lethal. And to your point, smelly. Not sick smelly. No, not sick smelly. I'm sympathetic. I know people who have like diseases where they smell. Like I am okay with that. You know what? Like, of course. You do you, bro. But like if you're just poor in your hygiene, I'm sorry. You should though, like wear like something though if you do have that sickness. I know, I know. But like, it smells different. That's the thing. Uh-huh. This was just like smelly man, smelly armpit, hot t-shirt, B.O. Boiling hot. 
It was hot, yeah. Disgusting. He was, and, and, and by the way, so they kept giving, you know, it's a playoff game, so it's high stakes. They gave everyone towels and you're supposed to like, you know, <laughs> you're supposed to whip around the towel, like, you know, to cause drama in the stadium. So I'm <laughs> under this man's wing because I'm short and he's whipping his fucking towel and spreading his seed <sighs> all over the stadium. And it was not right. Heinous. And I think we need to start, you know, calling people out who smell. I wanted to. You wouldn't let me. I know. Well, I, honestly, the smell wasn't bothering me because to a certain point, like, you can't really help that you smell. Like, maybe you forgot to put on deodorant and it's hot. Like, at some point, you can't make yourself stop smelling. Yes, you I'm can. sympathetic. No, if it's too late. You if know? I smelled like that and I caught a whiff of myself smelling, you would like keep that, your arms down. I would either keep my arms down or I would leave temporarily, go to Dwayne Reed, get or some like stick. just go to the bathroom and like put some soap and water under just your armpits. Figure it out. I'd buy a new T-shirt. But That's with, what I would do. But with the bo thing, I mean, sorry, no, with the man spreading thing, it's like you are actively doing this. You are actively attacking me. So like, I really wanted to say something. I just kept looking down at his knee and then looking at him and looking down at his knee and then looking down. Hopefully to like like be like hello. He didn't even feel weird that we were like rubbing legs and we were rubbing legs on my chair on my chair not on the shared space on my chair what have we learned i don't know what have we learned say something i know i was just like nothing changes unless you say something i know everyone thinks i'm like so aggressive and confrontational but i'm not she's not but you by the way you were like if you don't say something i'm gonna say something i'm gonna say something so let me switch seats and you didn't say anything because i got him to move i didn't need to say something at that point I needed to say something when you were sitting next to him and he was taking up your space. I actually took a picture of our legs. Like, and I was not even being shy. I was like being obvious, like taking a picture just to like show proportionally how crazy it was. What fucking nerve? Like what chutzpah you think you have that you could sit on my goddamn seat, bitch? Mm -hmm. The Dutch. The Dutch. Now I'm thinking he was definitely German. He wasn't Dutch. He was definitely German. I don't and, even know if he was German. And the whole thing makes sense. Why? Because it was anti-Semitic? I'm a little Jewess. Mm -hmm. And he's just giving Third Reich energy. Mm. <laughs> um, so yes, Pete Davidson got into a fight with a man who was definitely annoying. But um, I feel like I'm telling you, I think Pete Davidson is in his bad boy era. I love him. Okay. I have no problem. Two things can be true. I'm not having a problem. I'm just saying like he crashed a car into a residential home while there was literally like a teenager there. And now he's starting fights in public. Like I'm telling you, I think something's going on with Pete Davidson. I think he's just living his life. You don't think something's going on with Pete Davidson? Nope. I think so. Stop trying to tear down funny men. Excuse me? Because it sounds like you're talking about yourself. We are torn down. We? Oh, you're in the same category as Pete? Mm-hmm. Celebrity. Ah! Celebrity. Who do you think is a bigger celebrity? Me or Pete? Ben me. Soffer or Pete Davidson? It's, it's tough. tough. It's tough. It's tough. I'm going to have to go Pete. It's tough. Just because he was on SNL. Stuff. Were there any other celebrities there that I'm forgetting about? Lily James was really random. But remember when I took your glasses and I was like, I think I see a celebrity. Daniel Jones was there. Shout out Giants. You said oh. Victor Cruz. It was so cool. And it was nice to see Ben Stiller and his wife. You know, they like got divorced or they separated after many years of marriage. And now they're getting back together. And they really seemed happy. I was staring at them the whole time. And they were sitting next to Sienna Miller and the guy that she was with who was not famous. crazy neck pain. Do you ever have pain All that the time. starts in your neck, radiates to your shoulder blade, and then if you rub out the knot in your neck, your shoulder blade pain goes away? To pivot, Claudia doesn't believe in knots. 
Oh my God. I don't not believe in knots. I rub her back and there are knots and she says, stop moving my bone. Ben and I was like, there's a difference between a bone and a knot. If you want me to rub your back, I'm rubbing out knots. I'm not here to not rub out knots, right? Ben will rub my back, which is so generous. Thank you. I love it. You. Is. I love you dearly. And he will quite literally take my shoulder blade and like move my bones around and I'd be like, wow, that's a big knot. I'm like, it was. I fucking not, bitch. It's my bone. And it feels so weird to have like your bones and muscles like be moved. It's not a knot. It's just my bones. It's not a knot. It's just my bones. Cool. Are you ready for a fifth and final? Mm-hmm. Only if it's the fifth and final that's brought to you by Dreamland Baby. Do you know perchance if it is? I think it is. Dreamland Baby. But how would you know? I'm excited to learn about this Dreamland baby. We want to introduce you to a product that over half a million parents, including Jax, are using to help their baby sleep. The Dreamland baby weighted sleep sacks and swaddles. Mm. It started with Tara, a mom who couldn't get her baby to sleep. She was exhausted, exhausted, frustrated, and searching for answers. I mean, we've all been there. Her solution was to create a gently weighted sleep sack that your baby can safely wear to help them feel calm, fall asleep faster, and stay asleep longer. So it's an award-winning doctor-approved dream weighted sleep sack, and it is the only sleep sack that features features CoverCom technology. It's evenly distributed weight from baby shoulders to toes, and it naturally reduces stress, allowing your little one to relax and sleep soundly. You know, I have experienced the power of a weighted blanket many times, and you know, babies are really like bundles of nerves. They're very anxious, very scared. They miss their mommy. And so using a weighted sleep sack, Jackie loves the Dreamland ones. She actually had Olivia ship her, her Dreamland baby sacks from her house in Florida to here in New York while she's in New York because she needed them. Um, so if you have a baby that's having difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, rest assured this is a safe, effective product and you need it. It's gently weighted and they come in sleep sacks and swaddles for newborns to 36 months. Um, it's created by a mom whose baby was waking up every hour and a half and the gentle weight mimics the feeling of a parent's touch and hug. The best news is that they're offering an exclusive discount to the Toast listeners. Just head to dreamlandbabyco.com slash pages slash toast and use code toast at checkout for 20% off and put your sleepless nights to rest. That's dreamlandbabyco.com slash pages slash toast and use code toast. All right, I picked up fifth and final story, a little more sports news, but it's actually pretty funny. So the Lakers player D'Angelo Russell has been forced to remove his drink from his post-game podium interview. Did you see this? No. So everyone's a walking commercial these days, but the NBA will have none of it unless it's under their terms. Mm. After the Lakers beat the Grizzlies in game three, the guard D'Angelo Russell went to the podium with the hopes of promoting his new sports drink during the interview. But an NBA employee like stormed the podium and was like, that drink, put it down. And D'Angelo Russell responded, why? And she said, it's not one of our partners. He said, but it's my partner. And he said, you're going to have to find me. And then he held up the drink, Coco 5, plugging the brand. The woman who works for the NBA then walked over to Russell, stand over, stood over him, shook her head, and grabbed it. Hmm. Who else team are you on, NBA or D'Angelo Russell? I mean, it's giving me in sports society. I know, so. I know. You will literally like put your drink anywhere. By the way, as you should. Of course. He owns it. Right? He he's want, probably like an investor he, or something. No, but he, and he's he's excited about it and he has some FaceTime and it's a good opportunity and it's for a big him game. to post game. I have to assume that they won. He, they did. Post game, drinking it, promoting its use. Like the NBA, like fuck that. No, I mean the if NBA, the NBA if the NBA was smart, yeah. If they were smart, what they would do yep. is they would say, You can do it, but I want a piece. Yeah. Right? Kind of how Shark Tank, like every brand that comes yeah, out of Shark Tank. Yeah, every brand that goes in an NBA post-game interview gets a little piece. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's giving me 
air energy, just pay the fine. The oh. fine is so worth it. It's so much cheaper. By the way, we <clears throat> saw air. Did you and I talk about it on the, on the podcast? We did. Are I you sure? I thought so. I feel like I spoke about it with Jackie. Then I, I mean, I definitely spoke about it on Good Guys. It was so good. Yeah. Like, oh, I loved it. Oh, which, by the way, Good Guys today. Oh, yeah, by the way. We'll talk about it, but huge episode today. Huge episode. We could talk about it. Okay, but huge. I want to get back to air. Okay, so what do you want so to do first? So just super quickly. Okay. John Stamos is on Good Guys today. Spoiler alert. It was fantastic. Yeah, and Ben like got to chill. It was when you were in LA. So usually a lot of the guests, you're here in New York, and you're kind of like a third wheel. Yeah, totally. But I was there. You were there. You'll, you'll also see what reminded me of it is... Uh, Sports Society has obviously promoted every single episode of Good Guys, and both John and Josh are sober, so it was like a... <laughs> oh, I didn't know John was sober, too. Yeah, yeah. That child actor life, man. I, I don't think John was a child actor. Well, he was really young, like... No, I mean, I think he was just in his 20s. No, he was, like, really young. Like. <laughs> but whatever. Like, that, made um, me, that made me think of it. But um, back to Air. Uh, Air is the new movie produced and created by Ben Affleck and Matt Damon about Michael Jordan and more importantly about Michael Jordan's contract with Nike. Mm -hmm. You really don't ever see Michael Jordan. So if you're looking to see Michael Jordan, I wouldn't see Air. No, if you're I more of like I went a, on the podcast and gave like a whole diatribe about how stupid it was that he wasn't in it. But if you're more of like a marketer and you find the creation of products and deals interesting, there's a very interesting movie about a deal that single-handedly shaped the way yeah. that celebrities endorse products, yeah. uh, where Michael Jordan not only uh, got a deal with Nike, who at the time was at the bottom of basketball shoe game, mm -hmm. uh, but his mom negotiated in a 10% royalty on every Jordan Was it 10%? Sold. Yeah. Well, they didn't I, say in the movie what the percentage was. So what they did say, though, was that Michael Jordan gets $400 million a year in Passive Jordan income. royalties, and I know that the Air Jordan makes about $4 billion a year. Oh, and that's 10%. That would be 10%. Wait, $400 million is 10% of $4 billion? Yes. I don't think that's right. Yes, it is. Wait. So 400 million times 10. Is 4 billion. Yeah, okay. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, oh, wait. No, I'm telling you. No. 400 million. No, it is. It is. It is. You tricked me. It is. Sorry. No, no. I was just being, I was confused, but it is. It is. It is. Okay, it cool. is. All right. So I guess 10%. Yeah. I was curious what the percentage was. Yeah. Um, but the coolest part was when they're creating this shoe if you remember, the NBA had a rule where 90% of the shoe needed to be white. Or there could only be 10% color. While you're, wearing a, while you're wearing a shoe on the court during a game, they have to like abide by their dress code. And if you don't, you get fined. They made the Jordan, the Air Jordan, far more than 90% white. No, far less. Far less than 90% white. It was red. All red. And they agreed to pay the fine every game. Right. And that is historic marketing. Yeah, no, that was really smart. It's like basically paying for a commercial. What's so the difference? So cool. And right, and so honestly, D'Angelo Russell out here, as the press conference came to a close, Russell said Coco 5 several more times. And naturally, the promo ended up being the best in company's history. The video has millions of impressions, has been viewed more than 580,000 times as of Sunday night. And Russell is a partner in the sports drink company, along with Devin Booker, Derek Rose, and Charles Barkley, among others. Love Charles Barkley. Lo Isn't Derek Rose on the Knicks? Yeah. He doesn't play anymore. Why? He's just a little bit over the hill. and That's what's so weird to me about sports, like which I'll never understand. Like, How did Tim Tebow go from being like the wonder kid of football to like not being able to get a, dra a draft pick? Well, Tim Tebow is a little bit different. Why? Football is a little bit different. Why? He just like... He was a great player. No, I know. But to be 
Like in football, his position is quarterback. You can't just like, you don't just like sub in quarterbacks randomly when they start to go over the hill. In basketball, your point guard. But he wasn't over the hill. He was literally 21. He was over the hill. Tim Tebow? He just like was never even that great. I just, that's what I don't understand. How, he was how famous. How you can be good and then there's bad. A, there's a difference between famous and good. Okay, that I understand. He was famous. Okay. And he was fine. Okay. Derek Rose was awesome. Had a terrible injury. Never really recovered. He's still really solid. He should get a little bit more burn. Mm-hmm. Which in basketball talk is just playing time. Oh, thanks. And, uh, but yeah. If you could play any sport professionally, what would you want to play? Golf. Shout out Will oh. Zalatoris. Got it. I mean, talk about like something more boring. No, I mean it's unbelievable. It's so boring to watch on TV. No, it's not. It's amazing. It's really boring. Have you ever been to like a golf, um, like watched like a game, like a televised? You know what I mean, like a t- competition. Do you mean have I ever been in person watching golf? Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, just because unless you're there, look, if you're there as a golf fan. I don't. I personally don't enjoy because you don't get to watch all the holes. You right. just get to like watch one. You to walk. If you're there though, as like a fan trying to get fucked up and like enjoying. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, I haven't been to waste management. I heard that is just a partay. Partay. But no, I, I haven't. Um, I love you. I love you more. Great episode. Great episode. Thanks Crushed for having it. Me. If for you having need me. more Ben, today there's a brand new episode of Good Guys, Ben's podcast that he hosts with Josh Peck. It's a Toast News Network show, and their guest this week is John Stamos. What do you guys talk about with John? I don't even remember. We Does he talk about, about his sobriety? Maybe a little bit. We spoke about a lot. We spoke about a lot. Oh, that's helpful. Did you talk about Full House? Yeah. What does he say? I don't remember. I guess you got to tune in. Literally the worst promoter No, No spoilers. Go tune in. You know how important promo is when it comes to spritz. When it comes to your podcast, I can't remember. No, by the way, go tune in. It's amazing. We talk about Full House. We talk about Fuller House. We talk about John Stamos. We talk about his lovers. Did you talk about Bob Saget at all? We do talk about Bob Saget. Because Josh and him were both really close with Bob Saget, right? Well, John in particular is really close with Bob Saget. So. It's a really great episode. Tune in. And summer's approaching. If you're low on Spritz Society, you can go to SpritzSociety.com and use code TOAST for 10% off. Thank you guys so much. Um, Jackie is joining me this week for an audio episode. I'm not sure what day, but I've got a a couple of great guests lined up. I don't want to spoil it, but just just stay tuned. It's going to be a fabulous week here at The Toast. Thank you all so much for being so patient with us. Hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to the Toast of the Millennium Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts and where podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, 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 all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us at Just Leave a Five Star Review. We're beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Toodaloo.